Welcome to Education Beat. I'm Ann Vasquez, CEO of EdSource. Last year, the University of California's academic workers won better wages, benefits, and rights after striking for one month. Soon after, the University of Southern California averted a strike by its graduate student workers by awarding them with big pay boosts. This week, faculty at all 23 campuses of the California State University system went on strike. And after one day, they were awarded with better salaries and benefits. Honestly, and I think I still am, I'm in shock. It happened a lot faster than I expected. How significant is this new agreement? And what can students expect moving forward? Here is this week's Education Beat. Filling in for host Zadie Stabley is Ashley A. Smith. On Monday, thousands of Cal State faculty stood in the rain outside their campuses, protesting for better wages, longer paid parental leave, more gender-inclusive bathrooms, and lighter workloads for counselors. One of those striking was Amy Escalante. I love teaching. I, I do it because I love it. I love the students. Um, but I feel like we are taken advantage of for that love. They know that we enjoy, you know, love teaching the students. I certainly don't do it for the salary. Amy is an instructor in CSU Monterey Bay's Liberal Studies Department. She teaches writing and education in the Latino community and even a course on children's literature. Amy has worked 11 years for the Cal State system and has more than 30 years of teaching experience. But despite her experience, she only makes about $50,000 a year. It's pretty depressing when I start to think of how many hours I've, I spend planning and grading and interacting with students and answering questions and writing letters of recommendation. Sometimes I feel like if I broke it all down, I'd be making about a dollar an hour um, because I'm a lecturer. I, I don't have a set, um, a guaranteed salary, and I also don't have a guaranteed contract each semester. Amy says her salary isn't enough to support her family. I happen to be in a two-income household, and I'm fortunate in that uh, my spouse makes enough that I can continue to work, but the amount that I make in salary would, would never be able to cover anything to do with cost of living, particularly here in Monterey Bay, where the housing is so very expensive. This is Education Beat getting to the heart of California schools. I'm Ashley A. Smith. This week, a historic strike at CSU. For months, the CSU faculty met at the negotiating table with the nation's largest public university system to work out a deal that would make living and working in California just a little less expensive. What exactly did the 29,000 faculty members want? A 12% salary increase, a full semester of paid parental leave for faculty after having or adopting a baby, and $10,000 raises for those instructors making the least amount of money. But for months, the university system administration said it could not afford to increase faculty pay beyond 5%. On Friday, Lior Friedman, CSU's Chancellor for Human Resources, said this. The CSU currently spends about 75% of its operating budget on compensation. If we were to agree to the increases that these unions are demanding, we would have to make severe cuts to programs. We would have to lay off employees. This would jeopardize our educational mission and cause hardship to many employees. Last October, both sides reached an impasse. An independent fact finder reviewed both sides and gave recommendations for how an agreement could be hammered out, but neither side could agree. 
By December, the faculty staged a series of rolling one-day strikes on four Cal State campuses, and still nothing happened. Then, students and the CSU learned the faculty would hold a historic, week-long statewide strike. Here's Kate Osmond, a professor at Cal Poly Pomona. This is a historic moment. This is the first system-wide strike that will actually happen in CSU history. This is one of the biggest labor movements in the history of higher education in the United States. So what I'm hoping is that they understand the historic auspiciousness of this moment and our resolve to go through with it. So Monday, the faculty striked from Cal Poly Humboldt in the North to San Diego State in the South. Then something surprising happened. After one day, a deal was reached. The strike did what months of back and forth discussions couldn't, improve faculty wages and working conditions. A lot of faculty, like Amy Escalante, were surprised. I'm in shock, and not because I didn't think we deserved it, but it happened a lot faster than I expected. And, you know, I was obviously hopeful that the big, you know, impressive push we had that first day would, would lead to further bargaining. I didn't think it would be resolved, certainly that night, within a couple hours after the end of when most of us, you know, were actively picketing. I'm really excited. And now I, I have to channel all this energy into making sure that this this new, you know, tentative agreement, it gets passed. California State University officials declined to be interviewed for this podcast. But in a statement, Cal State's new chancellor, Mildred Garcia, says she was pleased and appreciative that the strike ended immediately. She said, quote, that the agreement enables the CSU to fairly compensate its valued world-class faculty while protecting the university system's long-term financial sustainability. With the agreement in place, I look forward to advancing our student-centered work together as the nation's greatest driver of social mobility and the pipeline fueling California's diverse and educated workforce. The new tentative agreement is a compromise by both sides. Faculty will see salary increases by 10%, 5% retroactive to July last year, and another 5% starting July 2024. Well, as long as the legislature doesn't cut CSU's budget this summer. Pay parental leave will increase from six weeks to 10 weeks. The lowest paid faculty members will also see at least a $3,000 raise with the chance of receiving $3,000 more this July. Amy's glad about that. I'm feeling pretty good about it financially, just knowing as well that the floor has been lifted for lecturers as well. Um, so on top of that, that will really make the situation much more comfortable. The end of the strike also meant classes were back in session Tuesday. Around 9 p.m. Monday evening, Amy emailed her students to let them know the news and that she would be back teaching for their 10 a.m. class. A lot of my students are very, very supportive. Um, they happen to be going into education, most of them, so they understand the role of it. They're proud. I, you know, I actually had a student say that directly. We're really proud of our faculty for doing this, and a lot of them are just really understanding and flexible. Amy says since it was unexpected, she held that first class online. Most of my students thought we would still be on strike. So they either scheduled to work or they had doctor's appointments, you know, that kind of thing. So I had it be pretty informal and it was online, even though I'm, I'm normally scheduled to be in person, just because I wanted to check in with students. And that's how much I am, you know, excited to be back. I, you know, I jumped right in. I, as soon as I found out the news, 
I shared it with my husband who happened to be sitting next to me. And then my students were the next ones to hear. I just wanted to, you know, again, so I'm, I'm really anxious to be doing this. I think it's good for everybody that it's resolved. The end of the strike after one day also follows a trend that seems to be happening in California. Last year, the University of California's academic workers won increased pay and benefits after about five weeks of striking. The University of Southern California Graduate Student Workers Union managed to avert a strike and won better benefits. Some K-12 school districts, the Los Angeles Unified School District and Oakland Unified School District, won pay increases after striking last year, too. For now, Cal State students can expect classes as usual. Faculty will spend the next couple of weeks ratifying the agreement, which now lasts to 2025. So there won't be new negotiations for another year, at least. But Amy says because the CSU Faculty Union is the largest union of four-year university faculty in the country, the strike could set precedent nationwide. And that's another reason I'm really proud of what happened, because we know higher ed is under attack in so many different areas. Liberal arts are being cut in lots of departments. DEI initiatives are being cut or reframed from what they originally were. And so the fact that the union was able to push back against a lot of that and show our strength is helping send a message that faculty are just not going to let that happen. And if this was able to happen in California, it can happen in other states as well and just help protect what we're trying to do. I mean, again, we're the people's university. We, we were created to, you know, to teach the working families of, for instance, in the Salinas Valley here in Monterey Bay, and we want to continue to do that. Thank you for listening to Education Beat, Getting to the Heart of California Schools, a production of EdSource. Special thanks to Amy Escalante and Kate Osmond. Our CEO is Anna Vasquez. Our theme music is from Blue Dot Sessions. This episode was brought to you by the Lumina Foundation. I'm Ashley A. Smith. Join us next week and subscribe so you won't miss an episode.